Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the making of Smiling Co. and Smiling Co. Roseville yeah. and the making of Retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Uh, it's your it's your Hovez crew. I'm Ashley. I'm Brian. Welcome back. It's been a minute. It has. <laughs> so we are in the process of um, doing a few things, um, obviously running, helping to uh, run Smileco 1, opening Smileco 2, and we're working on a retreat, uh, the second annual, uh, the making of retreat. Yeah, so before we get into our actual conversation, mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. This November, we're, we're looking at November 15th to the 19th, and if you are interested in coming, well, I hope you are, um, yeah, mark it in pencil on your calendar because we don't have a venue and we don't have those dates necessarily. More on that later in this episode. More on that. Um, but we are we are coming back for a second retreat. The first one was awesome. I think we've talked about it quite a bit. Um, hopefully, if you are a listener of the podcast, you're also in the group or follow us on some of our socials and. I think we've at least posted a little bit about it. Probably not talked nearly as much as we probably should have, yeah. but and I still haven't posted about it. Yeah, but I think we'll probably once we uh, decide on the uh, date and venue for uh, the retreat number two, we should probably hopefully be able to start utilizing a lot of that content that we had from the first one to show everybody just how amazing it was because it really was. It was an, an awesome event. Um, everybody that was there, I feel like that everybody left feeling like they had. 70 new best friends um, and really got an amazing experience out of uh, a dental conference, which is pretty cool. It was so cool. <laughs> um, I think that's about as much as you said about it the entire time. How'd you feel about it? It, it was, was so, so cool. cool. No. Okay. So because, you know, I get emotional, I get emotional very easily. If you've listened to any of our past episodes, if you listen to dental friends with benefits or little black dress pod, you know, that, um, these water gates, once I start talking about an emotional subject, it just just starts to flow. So that's why I keep it relatively surface level. And um, but no, there ha there's going to be an episode where we just dive deep into the retreat itself and all the takeaways and, and all the fun stuff. So that is why we are so excited about hosting this year because the first year obviously was proof of concept like can we do this is this actually going to happen is this going to happen while I'm I'm still working in people's mouths is anybody going to show up? is anybody going to show up most importantly crap like that was so scary okay but uh, we'll talk about that nice <laughs> um yeah so and something else too anyone who is interested in coming to this year's retreat our new office is going to be open and I've actually built out an entire like conference center or conference room in my office, in my new office. So if you are curious as to how we do things at Smiling Co, how we take photos or do our new patient intake, any of that stuff, I'm inviting all of our previous mastermind um, members, all of the amazing docs who came to the first retreat for the day before the actual Napa event. And then um, we'd have dinner and drinks. And then the next morning we can even coordinate a, a shuttle or a, a party bus 
to take us to Napa. So um, I hope you guys come. Okay, more on that later. What else has been happening? Yeah, Brian so, Hovez. <laughs> well, Ashley Hovez, uh, Dr. Ashley Hovez. Uh, it's been about a month since we last recorded. And so, you know, I mean, it's been a an eventful month, but I know probably not the most um, interesting as far as Smile & Co. 1 is concerned because it's a five-and-a-half-year-old mature practice at this point. Um, though I know you still like to feel like you're in startup mode at all times, um, but it is a relatively mature practice. But we were talking last time about the need to potentially hire people. You're jumping the gun. I, I laid out our agenda. You guys, I actually wrote down on the whiteboard the things that we were going to talk about in chronological order, but you have jumped to but number people, three. People tune in for what's yes, going but, on in Smile Co. But they also tune in for like, I feel All right. Like so the, the week, so the, so the week after we uh, recorded last, there was something on our calendar that said, do not block. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Four Ashley, days. four full days. Dr. Ashley, out of office, unavailable. Don't schedule anything. Uh, don't do anything. Yes. What was that for? That was for my um, my date with destiny. No, no that's not that what it was called. That wasn't, that wasn't it at all. <laughs> Unleash the power within. Yeah. Uh, Tony Robbins, guys. This was my very first Tony Robbins event. And it will definitely not be my last. It was a virtual event for full days. Um, people from around the world, like there were attendees who didn't, they didn't start their, their conference until like midnight or one in the morning, just because of the time difference in their country. But it was by far one of the most impactful four days, four full day, like when, when we talk about four full days, I woke up and then I came back downstairs by 5.45, we were already ready to go. And we didn't, we didn't end on some nights until past eight, five, four, so like six, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. And um, on, I think on the first full, full day, they didn't even have a lunch break. They basically just said, eat real fast, um, turn your cameras off. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was, it was so good. And I talk about this because I, I love books and I love motivational speakers and I'm all about just bettering myself and who better to learn from than Tony Robbins. Highly, highly recommend guys. And if you are a Tony Robbins fan Will you please message me and and let me know what your thoughts are? Because, I mean, it it was, I I cried so much in four days, and it actually pertains to the next topics of discussion, which are Smile and Co. and just our trajectory and how I've been holding the team back. So um, so lots of. Lots of fun four days of of really tackling your your limiting beliefs and and why you think that and and how to move past. So, you know, you know, it's kind of interesting. What I don't know that you and I have actually talked too much about um, your experience going through the Tony Robbins event. I was in and out 
um, I saw. I invited some, you to attend some hours. Me. Yes. Yeah, I worked. So I worked Thursday and Friday mornings. I told you to to take those days off. And I took our kids to baseball and all of their sports yeah, yeah. during those times. Um, and sometimes when the kids were in the house, I entertained them or could, at least tried my best to keep them out of your room so you could try to focus. Yeah. Um, but we never actually really talked too much about the experience that you had and how it conjured up uh, emotions or feelings or thoughts. Care to dive deeper? No. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, it's one of those things that I can talk about it till I'm blue in the face, but you're not going to understand it until you've experienced it for yourself. And this was a virtual event. So I can only imagine the electricity in the room in a live, in a live event with tens of thousands of people all feeling the same thing. And I mean, Tony Robbins is, he's incredible. His, his way of communicating, the fact that he's, he doesn't stutter or say any ums and he's just go, go, go until the very last drop. Um, it was, it was amazing. And we have we, like, I have a whole workbook where we took notes and I think day three was all about the Dickens method, which is you write down in the workbook, all the things that you believe about yourself, like your top three limiting beliefs. And then, um, you break out. So even though this, so this was one of, I think this was the biggest virtual Zoom event ever created. Tony said he had to speak with the CEO of Zoom and, and the CEO was like, okay, we can give you, I think 5,000, 5,000 people at a time. He's like, no, we're going to need like 50. And it was over 40,000 in attendance. And you would think that an event like that would be so hard to make it feel intimate because of the gravity, the scale, the fact that it's virtual, that you're in your room by yourself, like jumping up and down. And I was, I, I, I went in thinking the same thing, like, okay, well, I, I love Tony. I love what he has to say, but there's no way that I'm actually going to feel anything or to, you know, you, you don't think you're going to hit all those breakthroughs. And um, the way that they did it was they took this massive event and they incorporated uh, breakout sessions. So you would be in, in, um, in your own little breakout room with sometimes just two other people and, and you'd have a, a private session with them and everyone talked about like what they're scared of, why they think that their life is the way that it is. And, and it was just, it was just so powerful because the things that you think are actually, it's, it's echoed by everyone else who's there. And you always feel like, especially with like COVID and, and just feeling like we were isolated, like physically isolated from other people to have that kind of connection via Zoom was incredible. And um, I know that I, I walked in thinking like, oh, it's going to be one way. And I left feeling like 
oh my gosh, I am, I really am the biggest impediment to everything, to my, my growth as a human, to my growth as a leader, to my growth as, as the CEO of Smiling Co. And I went back without diving deep into too many details. I went back on Monday and as soon as the morning huddle was done and, and everybody started to bring back the patients, I told Judy that I was just sorry for, for not being the leader that she and the team needed because for a while it, it's been, I know that Judy and call, see, this is. We got tissue. It's okay. Bring it up. So uh, I know I've talked about this before, but the, the pressures of owning a business is it, if you're listening to this and you already have your own business, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's, it's easy for me to put on a happy face in front of our patients and even in front of the other team members, but in front of Judy and Colin, instead of me being the leader that says, okay, this is where we need to go. And I, I believe that we can get there. I know we can get there. It was Colin and, and Judy who would have to tell me like, it's going to be okay. Like whatever you need, it's going to be okay our team can do this. Like, and that's just not fair. And, and it was during day three where I was listening to the speaker speak because it wasn't just Tony. He invited some of the most amazing speakers on stage with him. And, and it was just like what they said, it really, it was like they were talking directly to me. and. And I told Judy, like, whatever happens, like, I know that we're going to be successful. And I'm sorry that I ever put you and Colin in a position where I doubted it. And I let my fear of, my fear of, of everything hold our team back and, and what we're talking about. Okay. So we're, we're going to just talk about smile and co right now. Then I'm going to skip the, I have an stick agenda to the script, stick to the script. Well, it pertains to smile and co. So one of the big things that we've been addressing at smile and co is the need to hire more people, particularly because in two and a half months, we're going to have two offices. But if you've heard any of my other podcasts, it's been about how high our overhead is. And most of that is staff costs. And um, everybody knows that you're supposed to stay within 25% of your, of your monthly adjusted production or your collections, that you should keep your staff costs 25, no more than 30%. And for the, yeah, like ours is 40, 45 four percent it's pretty high we're in California um and and that always was such a burden for me because I I mean whenever we compare ourselves to what we're supposed to be doing the industry average like I it it just feels like so like such a failure 
Like, why do I have so many costs to to team to the team if if we're not um, making bigger numbers? Sure. So, with that being said, we are we're we're opening a second location, and my entire thought process was, well, we're already overstaffed, so I'm just gonna take half the team, and and then open Roseville because it's another startup who knows how fast or slow, heaven forbid, like nobody comes. Cause in my head, that's always what I say. Like, what if nobody comes? And, and then that's when you guys had that intervention with me and said like, okay, what is the schedule looking like? And then I said, well, I can work. I think I can work five days a week. I'll do two days a week in Folsom and three days a week in Roseville. And then we're going to keep it lean and mean. So I'm going to do my own hygiene in Roseville. And my assistants will be, um, I have one EF2 and she's amazing. Her name is Amy. She's going to, um, she's going to be my main assistant. And I still have Colin and I know Colin is also organizing all the other 99% of things that um, pop in my head with the retreat, the podcast, all that stuff. But I'm going to have her sit chair side too. And then we're just going to, we're just going to see how that goes. And it's all because like, I'm so scared about money and it's, it is a, I mean, I grew up, if, if you've heard any of the other podcasts, um, and Tony talks about this too, but your relationship with money doesn't change even after you already start making some. Like the whole psychology of, of money is, is a very, um, it's a very, um, I don't know how to say it. It's, it drives so many of my decisions and frankly, indecisions. Um, and you said, like, why are you built? Why do you think that you are one going to be able to work five clinical days a week when I have headaches? And history shown us that you working more than three realistically is pretty bad for your, you know, body. Yeah, and uh, mental health, and. Um, yeah, it was me shrinking because of my fears. Yeah. Well, and so as you were saying all that, I was going back to a conversation you had with Kira just a few weeks ago, right? Where she, you guys kind of walked through this and then she's like, so what's the worst that can happen? Right. And then what? Yeah. And then what? Yeah. And then what? What's the worst? So the practice closes. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, I mean, literally, I mean, that's, it's the worst thing that can happen, right? So we so we go back and live in a one bedroom apartment with our three boys, like like you grew up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely worst case scenario: two doctors living in a one bedroom apartment, sleep on the floor, and we'd be miserable. Yeah, do it all with over our again. Three boys, you can. <laughs> They'd don't, be, don't get they, it started on the three. They, they'd be miserable without their electronics, but I mean, it's yeah. true. I mean, so you do it again, figure it out. Yeah, but 
that was a, a long tangent. And so that was me crying. And then Judy started crying. And now I'm, I, I know that I get in my head all the freaking time. And, um, and we, we have, we had a discussion also. So this, this is very pertinent because it, it ties in to our, uh, the making of retreat. Cause we, where did we visit? We visited a few places recently. Um, in, in the Sonoma area, we visited the Fairmont. Where else did we visit? Well, we were just at the Ritz. You visited oh. Scottsdale. Yes. Uh, okay, Scottsdale. I, I was just referring to uh, okay. Sonoma. Yeah, so we visited the Fairmont Sonoma. Um, and it was nice. I mean, I don't think we're quite there yet, though. You're trying to fast forward through things because I think you're trying to keep it less, less emotional. Oh. Um, I, 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 oh, sorry. I move a lot when I... Yes, you do. You just yeah. hear a microphone. Sorry, people. Um, but so so coming out of Tony Robbins, right? And uh, I would like to, if you're okay with a- answering, ask your kind of three biggest takeaways or something along those lines, whether you want to talk about your takeaways or we're going to talk about your your biggest uh, impediments to, to you finding your power within. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it also transitions into you know, what we're talking about with the hiring where we finally have ads out looking for people. Yes. Oh yeah. How but, did I, I, but, I, but I, but I'd like to go back one step, one step further and, okay. and ask about your takeaways from uh, your, your final thoughts, maybe takeaways, maybe the things that you've, you kind of worked through to figure out the, the tough things that you're kind of fighting with on a daily basis inside that beautiful head of yours. I think my final, uh, I had a lot of takeaways, but I think the ma- the major ones are that no matter what, you have to choose to live in a beautiful state. And, and um, so Tony talks a lot about how the antidote and antidote to fear is gratitude. And you can't simultaneously be anxious and be grateful and have fear and be grateful because at any given moment, there are so many things that, that can pull us from a state of happiness or um, gratefulness. But so, so he talks about how you can't prevent life from happening to you, Mm -hmm. but know that life is always happening for you. And the lessons that you are are getting from these challenges you should be grateful for because challenges grow you and um and now i have to take a step back and always think like okay like like what you just said how kira walked me down and what's the worst that could happen and what's the worst that could happen because any anything that we are stressed out about if we if we just take a moment to breathe and think about like you know, five years ago, I wished for this. Like, I prayed for this practice. I prayed to be a business owner where I could do dentistry on my terms. And all the things that I now am complaining about, X, Y, Z, those are things that are, I, I should be grateful for because my dream came to life. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, that was the biggest takeaway. And uh, one of the other speakers, Jamie Kern Lima, she's the CEO of L'Oreal now, but she was the founder of It Cosmetics. She gave a speech and I was like in tears. And she had talked about her own journey of, of hearing no all the time. And she said that her mantra, mantra, her mantra was make your knowing more powerful than their nose. Like she felt it in her heart to, that this was going to be her path and that she was created for more and she just knew it. And and she didn't fear it. She, I mean, she feared it, but she embraced the journey. Yeah. You, and, can't, you can't stop the fear, right? right? But you can't always let the fear stop you from making the choices that you want to make. Right. And the decisions to, to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. And so on to decisions to move forward. You have opened your mind and decided to actually put out into the world that you're going to hire some people. Right. Right. So who are you hiring? Oh, wait. Um, but mm, okay. I'll talk about the hiring. Uh, (laughs) You're killing my perfect transition, babe. (laughs) Uh, who are we hiring? So we have an ad out for a DA or RDA. And we also have an ad out for an RDH. Um, So how did you decide on which positions that you were going to um, be looking for? Well, we know that um, Colin doesn't, Colin wants a transition out of chairside dentistry altogether. So this will be my second assistant in Roseville. Um, And I found out that another team member is pregnant and I won't say who. So, I mean, it's, it's amazing. Like working with, with, um, with our awesome team of women, there's so like this team member came up to me and I know I'm going on a tangent here, but she was so stressed telling me and the first thing that she said was, um, I need to tell you something and I don't know how you're going to react. <laughs> and then I said, oh my gosh, do I need to sit down? And here I am thinking, oh God, no, like, is this like someone putting in their notice or what have you? And then she told me that she was pregnant. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? That's amazing. Like, and I, and I am so sorry if I had ever given that impression that that news is something that you have to tread lightly on around me, Mm -hmm. that you don't know how to say like, oh, I'm bringing life into the world. Like, how awful. I don't know if it was necessarily a... You made her feel that way. I think she no, just, but maybe just overall feeling, you know, the, 
don't think it, um, maybe it's because of my whole scarcity mindset of not trying to hire sure. for this position and to, she feels she's responsible. She feels response. Exactly. Exactly. And so even though I think that the t- team doesn't really know how stressed out I am, I mean, it's obvious they from that, it. that they feel it. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of wear your emotions on your sleeve. Yeah. So you, so we got to have ads out. Yes. How did you make your ads? Judy. How did Judy make your ads? Uh, How did Judy make the ads? Well, okay. So I gave Colin and and Judy um, the task of, okay, you guys um, finally in a position where let's just do this. And we'll, we're just going to jump and then see where we fall, I guess. And they totally ran with it. They, they made the ads. They put it on Indeed. They slid into DMs. <laughs> they put it on their social media. And I honestly don't even see the resumes coming in unless Judy gives it to me. So when do people actually talk to you? They talk to me when they've already been pre-screened how many have you actually talked to so far like us um like the actual candidates yeah i haven't talked to talked to anybody yet it's pretty crazy well we've been on spring break for yeah. a week yeah but you i mean thinking about where you've come from to the fact that you've oh. released the reins enough to somebody else post the ad yeah. somebody else creates the ad yes Somebody else screens the candidates. Yes. And then if once they pass the screening, then eventually they're going to meet you. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's a big difference from before. It's a little bit of uh, stepping back, letting go. Yeah, letting elevating. the vine delegate and elevate. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty I'm 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 giving you kudos. That's oh, thank you. that's a that's a big that's a big step. Because the Ashley of you know, yesteryear uh, would have spent 37 hours writing an ad for a dental assistant. It's true. We could have just gone to chat GPT and created an ad. You you could have. (laughs) That's correct. Um, But, you know, Ashley in 2019 spent 37, literally 37 hours writing an advertisement to hire somebody, Um, probably read 30 resumes 15 times each. So thinking about all set these, up all the sit in, yeah, set up, the, set up the phone calls, did the initial phone calls, did the initial phone calls where people didn't even show up. I don't, actually, I don't know if that was the thing in 2019, but in the 2023 world, set up phone calls and sometimes people don't show up. Um, and so, I mean, think of all those hours that you would have done as 2019, Ashley, that you're not doing as 2023, Ashley. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, I've come a long way. <laughs> I've had, I used to unleash the power within. I've always, <laughs> I used to have my hand in every cookie jar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we went to, uh, we, we've, you've established that you like Fairmonts because you've now visited a couple of Fairmonts and we visited a Ritz. And so for anybody who hasn't paid attention before and didn't know, actually, well, hold on, back to what you just talked about of giving me kudos. I'm going to relish in this moment for a little bit. What day is it? It's uh, April 9th. But as if I don't give you kudos ever, is that what you're trying to say? 
<laughs> no, I, I just wanted to, to, to say that while we were on the spring break, I actually was messaging Colin and Judy because one of the candidates hung out with the team while we were away. Okay. And I was trying to get some details and they just said, well, talk when you get back. <laughs> so they're putting boundaries on your vacation. Yes. And I even said, okay, don't give me the details then. Just tell me yay or nay. And then they just said, we'll just talk when you get back. So, yeah, boundaries. Speaking of boundaries, I just have to go on this tangent for a little bit. Um, Squirrel. <laughs> well, you have an agenda. I have Colin, she wrote an agenda. It's um, there. For, for those of you listening who are early on in your startup world, Make sure you don't give your cell phone to your patients mm. because, yeah, I mean, I was getting a lot of messages a week and it was to the point where our last day at Universal Studios, you were like, hello, and like, is, can that wait? It's like, um. And I always, I mean, I'm going to run and help when I can. So I'm like, and then I start uh, breaking boundaries with my team because if we're on vacation and I know that this patient needs something. And if I don't message the team at 830 at night, when I first receive it, I don't know why I'm getting all these messages that all, okay, whatever. Um, if I don't get it out as soon as I receive it, then I've left the patient hanging because our days with the, the boys, as soon as they wake up, it's like go time. So, yeah, it's like. Yeah, don't give your cell phone number to patients. Don't do it. We had a doc in our practice that did that. And we had to, um, I had to personally scream at him for weeks on end to stop doing that. Yeah. I tell you all the time, but it took years for you to stop. Yeah. But you stopped. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, I haven't stopped completely. Mm. So if if it's a cosmetic <laughs> case, I just want everybody to know that I'm there for them. What would Appa do? Did you get any of your Everest bracelet? WWAD. <laughs> okay, sorry for the sorry for the tangent. <laughs> okay, so. As I was saying, you've yes. you've uh, you've you you've proven to everybody how bougie you are. Anybody who went to last year's retreat and experienced one of the nicest hotels in Napa Valley, and you know private wine tastings and top notch food and beverage service throughout it, um, you know, literally as amazing of a Napa weekend getaway that you could imagine. Uh, that just happened to be a dental retreat. Mm -hmm. a dental conference with C at that. Um, so we went, you've, ex you've checked out a couple of Fairmonts and uh, a Ritz Carlton and um, we're looking at venues. Um, I don't know. What are, what are, what are your thoughts so far as we're kind of walking through some of these spaces? Well, I mean, I think, what do you mean? What are my thoughts? I don't know. You have it like on we the first, agenda. Well, 
I was just going to talk about how we toured oh, the Fairmont okay. Sonoma. We toured the Fairmont Sonoma. Yeah. Well, you have to have thoughts about it. Well, I mean, I loved it. It felt very different than the Archer Hotel, which is where we had it last year. And it felt more like a retreat to me. Like it, it felt like you were whisked away to some other country. Quite honestly, like it felt very old world, yeah, old world charm. Yeah. The, the Archer is very much a boutique, Mediterranean, contemporary yeah. hotel uh, in downtown Napa, um, and the Fairmont is yes, you could be you know on a Italian or French countryside. Yeah. yeah. So and then we we met with Matt. He is one of the head guys who um, does all the events, and Colin has been the main contact for for everything quite honestly and we got a tour of the property which is gorgeous and we saw the different pools and they're warm yeah that was one of the coolest things oh my gosh the a hot spring underneath hot the, the resort yes that was pretty cool so the only issue was you want to tell them the issue which issue i don't the know f- we had different issues i I didn't. I, I I didn't like the place nearly as much as you did. You didn't. I I, I don't think it would do, do well for what we're trying. Okay, to Okay, why is that? Um, I think that the meeting rooms aren't ideal. Um, I think that they. Yeah. By the I, way, if we choose the Fairmont, we're going to delete this part of the. No, I think this is all part of throwing a, a an amazing experience for people, right? I mean, I think that there are pros and cons to everything. But, you know, at the end, you have to find what's best and then kind of fill in the voids that you believe are there to make the experience well. Why why did you not think the meeting rooms would be conducive to our group? I I thought the meeting rooms were okay, um, but the fact that they don't have a large on-site dining is tough. Um, So, which means that they have to set up all of the dining in the meeting rooms or in the hallways outside of the meeting rooms which I, I don't feel provides enough variety for um, for the day and for yeah. the spaces. Um, but they did show us two, two separate uh, sections. One was the lawn area, right? And the other was just in the back end of the, the one of the pools where we could congregate that already had like the lights strung up. And so... I think it's still a contender. I love how different it feels mm. than the Archer. It feels like a a romantic getaway with your significant other. Yeah. Well, I think that the you know the difference is Napa versus Sonoma, yeah. right? And and which probably is going to be pretty cool since most of the people that are coming in are people that don't live in Northern California that probably don't come to the area as much as they would like to, um, and it provides a very different experience because Sonoma is different than Napa, right? Yeah. I mean, it is a little bit more uh, homey, a little bit more kind of romantic, smaller scale, right. everything, right? You know, you know, where, I love Sonoma. Where, where Napa has these huge, yeah. you know, otherworldly wine uh, uh, vineyards as well as tasting rooms that are all designed to, you know, knock everybody's socks off, but everything is extremely expensive. opulent and yeah. expensive. You know, Sonoma still has a lot of that kind Charm. of down home yeah. feel of like, it's like the down the, to the early. early the early Napa. Yes, like the down to earth, like sibling of Napa. Yeah, I feel. yeah, and so I mean, I think that I think there's a lot of that, 
Um, and, and I agree. I think there's a lot of romanticism. Uh, Speaking of which, did I tell you what I want this theme to be about? No. Okay, so last year, last year, I wanted the the overarching theme of the retreat to be leadership and um, how how to have that CEO mindset to get you to that top 1%. Like, um, like we want you to feel like you're in the room with CEOs and like level up your game this year. And a big part of that was my experience with Tony Robbins. But this year I want this to feel like a mental health and wellness retreat with your spouse because so much of our journey is with our significant other, whether they're working in the practice or not, whatever happens in our practices, unfortunately affects them. And yeah, well, every freaking conversation with (laughs) Brian and I is something about the practices. Why drink so much wine? Yeah, it's true. So I I want us to be whisked away to wine country, and we're going to be meeting more in our small group so we can just chat one-on-one. So, so you're thinking like yoga retreat? I mean, yoga, like I want, I want people to talk about just health and wellness, like in, 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 all, in all respects. Like I want it to feel like a, a very mind, body, and soul, like a spiritual retreat with just other high-level, high-income high overachievers that we all are. Um, So, and I I think, especially talking with the significant others from last year, I I didn't really know how the significant others would react to all of our like stuff. And they actually loved it because we didn't, we weren't so dental dental. Yeah. It was more like high level CEO stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I I really appreciated that fact that it wasn't like this is how you do a filling or whatever the hell you guys do. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't tactical dentistry things. It yeah. was this is you know because most of the significant others were, you know, like you said, at least peripherally involved. Most of them, you know, intimately involved with the practices. Yeah, and so it was a lot of trying to how you know learning and talking about how to really level up that overall mental state for leading and growing practice. So you think we can get Tony to be a keynote speaker? Sure. Guys, it's going to be $47,000 a person. And we're going to have Tony Robbins speak for 80 of us um, with his, you know, $1 million speaking fee. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Um, But we can try. Um, I I really want to get other people who aren't in dental yes. to be speakers. Correct. Um, Can you contact Ryan Hawk? So part of the challenge with a small yeah. conference, a, a retreat, right? This is still not, a, not the conference. Mind you, hint, hint, there might be a making of a conference at some point. But for the <laughs> retreat, it's a small venue, right? And so part of the challenge for actually getting a big name speaker mm-hmm. is that speakers come with a cost. Um, most of the ones that anybody's heard of come with 
a pretty significant, you know, usually close to six figure cost, right. um, at least, you know, mid to upper five figure cost. And so when you only have 50, you know, attendees plus significant others, and, you know, we've basically the significant others attended for just the cost of, or lower than the cost of, you know, the actual food and beverage that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that makes it a little bit challenging for that size, right? Mm-hmm. You need to have a, a large group of people where, you know, yes, it's a smaller cost per person, but you end up with a thousand people. And that's how, you know, the ACD gets Will Smith or who, who, who did you listen to before? I, I, Will Smith was one, all right. That was a serial world. Oh, a serial yeah. world. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, regardless, right. same, same, same thing, yeah. right? When you have, you know, you know, 20,000 or, you know, whatever, 5,000 people paying a thousand dollars a piece, you can afford somebody's half million dollar speaking fee. Um, so we're not quite there yet. But we're not quite there, but um, maybe soon. We'll put up some feelers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll call Tony Robbins tomorrow. Yeah. But we good. So our retreat really is going to feel like a retreat, guys. A retreat with your your new besties. And it's it's gonna be amazing. And it already was. So um yeah, we kind of have big shoes to fill. Yeah, you uh you really lit it up for the first one. Which oh, gosh, now it's we should have set the bar lower. We should like maybe motel sites. You know, is it Motel 6 or what is it? Best Western in Napa is still like 500 bucks a night. Um, Depending on the time of year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It can be. Yeah. Yeah. But you really should have set the bar like here. Like box wine. Because then you could have gone here. The problem is when you start up here, it's really challenging trying to figure out how to provide a, you know, similar but different type of experience that people will appreciate as much. It'll be fun. But it's it's going to be amazing regardless. You know, we're not going to do you wrong. And um, but next year. So this year I, I wanted it to be back in in wine country, mostly because it and we have a lot going on this year with the opening of our second location. But I think it would be so amazing to start having out of state um, retreats. Um, so, yeah, and I, th- and I think some of it also comes with you know, with the second location opening up, being able to invite the mastermind to the space, right? Yeah. Having them sit around your your large uh, conference table in the education center, uh, being able to go through things in your practice. Yeah. I think it's pretty amazing. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll be able to kind of expand out to different areas um, for at least some of the events, right? That we'll be looking at, you know, whether it's the retreat or, or some others to be able to get around the country a little bit better. Agreed. Cool. Yeah. What else you got for the folks? I mean, I think this was a, we didn't even talk about spring break, but look, and here I thought we didn't have anything to talk about. 15 <laughs> we, minutes. We just finished seven days of spring break with the kids, three different theme parks, uh, three different hotels. Yes. Um, two different sets of grandparents overlapping for only one day and one meal. Um, and we survived. Oh, it was amazing. It was a great trip. We survived. And I think that's really a bit tighter. <laughs> I said my shorts are tighter because I've been doing squats for the past year. And mine are not. The reason. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys have made it this far, you guys are our peeps, as Ash always says. Uh, thank you for 
listening in and joining us on this journey. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you have not already left a review, please uh, leave us a review, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, we really do appreciate that. Uh, or YouTube. If you guys are on the YouTube channel, please make sure you um, like it everywhere, subscribe everywhere, uh, share with your friends for all of the things. And because you guys are still listening and you're our peeps, at the end of this, uh, not not this episode, but at the end of future episodes, we're going to have our, a special discount code for the retreat just for you guys for making it this far. So End of the podcast club. The podcast club. If you made it this far, can you like screenshot and just like, you know, hashtag uh, society. No, end of podcast way, club. we're going to, we're going to reward you for uh, making it through. <laughs> Don't we still have oh, some man. extra swag from the, from the retreat? No, that was like long gone. Oh yeah. Never mind. I was going to offer you guys swag, but Ash says it's gone. It's gone. Um, yeah. Well, if you, if you, if you do make it and you share uh, and you uh, hashtag end of podcast club, um, we'll have something Hero special peeps. for you. Yes. I don't, how do you, um, but, um, we'll have something special, maybe a, um, I don't know, a a gently chewed piece of gum from uh, Ashley. That's disgusting. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for joining in and listening all the way through 53 minutes and counting. Um, join our Facebook group. And, um, and yeah, we will hopefully meet you in Napa or Sonoma, somewhere there. And we're touring a few more properties at the end of this month, April. So be on the lookout. But uh, in the meantime, go ahead and mark your calendar in pencil, November, <laughs> November 14th to 19th. And don't forget, subscribe, share, tell everybody what's up. Bye, guys. Bye.